everyone, this is Russ Galsop, Chronicles of the End Times. So glad to be with you today. There are prophecies being fulfilled at every turn in this age in which we live, in this time of great testing upon the earth. We have the Russian President Putin meeting with Xi Jinping of China, and they announced that they are working on a new world order, as they put it themselves. There was 140 nations gathered there in China this past week, all discussing this new world order that China and Russia are looking to establish in the very near future. And that new world order does not include the United States or the Western democratic nations. How is that significant in the war that's going on in Israel? Because all the strings are tied together. Russia and Iran have become closer over these last four or five years, so much so that they are helping one another. Iran helping Russia in the Ukraine war and Russia helping Iran with its terrorism. The kings of the East, represented by China and other nations, prophecies are being fulfilled. We see the uproar with all the Arab nations, the demonstrations that are going on, the violence, the anti-Semitism that's breaking out in Europe and here in the United States. The tide is turning. Could we be on the verge of World War III? Or is this what we've talked about in past podcasts, the war of Ezekiel 38 and 39. It becomes plain to those that are watching that all the aspects of the war described in Ezekiel 38 and 39, who many have talked about over the last 30 or 40 years, the stage is now set. The Arab nations, backed by Iran, backed by Russia, encouraged by China, They all have the same motive, and that's to destroy Israel, kill as many Jews as possible, and rid the world of these people. In South America, we also see demonstrations for the Palestinians and to renew their stateship and to give the Israeli land back to the Palestinians. As the prophets of old have declared, Israel has become the center of attention. A small country the size of New Jersey of no great significance, I might add, has become the center of the entire world. Every nation, its eyes now upon Israel and what's going on there. In Zechariah chapter 12, verse 2, the Lord says, I'm going to make Jerusalem a cup that sends all the surrounding peoples reeling. In another translation, it says, I will make Jerusalem like an intoxicating drink that makes the nearby nations stagger when they send their armies to besiege Jerusalem and Judah. I find it interesting that the same God who sent his son Jesus Christ into the world to be mocked and ridiculed and tortured and killed is the same God who believes in justice. And sometimes we forget that. But God is a holy God. He cannot allow injustice. He cannot allow it to continue without coming to an end. That's the seriousness of the cross. The cross is not an option. Salvation through Jesus Christ is not an option. We cannot choose another religion. We cannot declare our own truth and live in that. It's meaningless. It's powerless. The wrath of God is coming. We don't talk about it much because nobody wants to hear it, and we feel like People aren't going to come to Christ if we talk about the wrath of God. We must talk about the love of Jesus. 
And there is truth to that. But we must be balanced. We're not balanced. We're way over to one side and not enough on the other. God is a holy God. That's why Jesus Christ came, because we needed to be made holy through the blood of Jesus Christ. Let's listen to what Isaiah chapter 59 has to say about the truth. Rebellion and treachery against the Lord, turning our backs on our God, fermenting oppression and revolt, uttering lies our hearts have conceived. So justice is driven back, and righteousness stands at a distance. Truth has stumbled in the streets. Honesty cannot enter. Truth is nowhere to be found, and whoever shuns evil becomes a prey. Wow, that kind of says it all. In the world that we're living today, we have turned our back on God in so many different ways. Nations have legislated sin. They have put their stamp on it. They have encouraged it. Listen, folks, we can love everyone, and we're supposed to. We're not supposed to hate. Hate is not supposed to be in our vocabulary as those following Jesus Christ. We can hate sin and what it does to people, how it destroys them. But we cannot encourage those who are falling away from God. We cannot encourage and celebrate with them when they're going in a direction that's going to end in destruction. That's not love. We think we've got to love people, pat them on the back, and encourage them no matter what path of life they take. That's not true. You can still love them and tell them the truth, and that's how we're to operate. In John fourteen six, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now, either Jesus Christ is a complete liar and a deceiver, or he's telling the truth, and we have gone the wrong way. Jesus does not tell the truth only. He is truth. He is the complete manifestation of truth. So I know we like to live our own lives and do what we want to do. It makes us feel comfortable, but it doesn't do our soul any good. The book of Romans is a great book. The first couple of chapters are pretty rough, especially looking at the society that we have today and the sexual perversion that's going on at every level. But in Romans chapter 1, verse 18, Paul writes, The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their wickedness, since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power, divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that men are without excuse. I want to focus on that one line that really gives us so much revelation. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Later on in the chapter, And in chapter 2, Paul writes that because of this willful rebellion, God turns them over to a reprobate mind. What does that mean? It means a mind without the ability to make a right decision. A mind that is not operating in truth, but in false truth. Because it has no reference, because you've taken the reference of God out, it can't make a righteous decision. And that's what we have. We have in our government and we have in our people. So where does America stand right now? We are a divided nation. And unfortunately, it's not a divided nation of righteousness and unrighteousness. It's about politics and ideology. I wish it were all about Jesus. Some of it is. I'll grant you that. But the hand of God, 
the blessing of God, the favor of God that you and I want in our lives that comes from obedience. The scripture clearly tells us obedience is better than sacrifice. We can crawl up the mountains on our hands and knees until they bleed. We can fast for 40 days. But if we are in disobedience to God, he's not pleased. He says, obedience to my word, listening to my word, gives us the blessing. Truth is the most important thing there is, for it tells us how to live. It shows us the right path to take. It gives us wisdom to make sound decisions for ourselves and our families and those around us. When truth is thrown to the ground, like the scripture says, and trampled in the streets, chaos is the fruit of it. As we go forward in these last days, it's so important for us to know the Bible. It's so important for us to know the Word of God. We are inundated with fake news of every kind. And now with AI, artificial intelligence becoming greater and greater in our society, fake news, fake reports, books, videos, everything you can imagine is going to be produced. Produced by people who want to turn you away from the absolute truth. If we know the word of God, we can declare God's greatness. And there are many people out there who want to know what's going on. They want to know what's coming. Yes, there are those who scoff and those who have made up their minds to go their own way. But there are truly millions who are confused and would love to know what the Bible has to say about what is going on and what we're seeing on our TV screens across the world. It's important for us to know the correlation between the rebellion that's going on in this country and the fact that we can't get out of our own way. They are tied together. When God begins to lift his favor, it doesn't mean he doesn't care, but the scripture says obedience is better than sacrifice, as we've been talking about. We can't be singing God bless America in one moment and the next moment doing all the things that God's word declares will bring the wrath of God. So I hope this podcast has helped you. We're going to look more into this battle that may be coming, that may be upon us. But know this, we are given a charge by the Lord Jesus Christ himself in Matthew chapter 28. Many of us call it the Great Commission. But he says to go in all the nations and make disciples. Getting saved is a wonderful thing. But learning the word of God and making disciples of people that can go out and win more people to Christ, to bring more people away from the wrath of God, which will soon be upon us, and to the grace of God, and to the loving sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ on that Friday 2,000 years ago. God bless. This is Russ Scalzo for Chronicles of the End Times. Keep looking up. The King is coming. 